to the Hope and Coffee podcast, episode 26 of season 3, with me, Rob Linzel. And today we're going to start by looking at James, chapter 1, verse 17. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. God, our heavenly Father, our Creator, God who never changes, who loves us for eternity and loves to bless us. God, who led the Israelites through the wilderness to the promised land, who saved Daniel from the lion's den, who helped David beat Goliath, who created the universe itself and who sent his only son to die for our sin. The same God who is so incredible that he defies description. That is our Father. Psalm 139 verses 13 to 14 say, For you created my inmost being, you knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. That is our Father, the God who created all things, knit me together in my mother's womb. He knows me intimately. Matthew chapter 7 verses 9 to 11 say, You parents, if your children ask for a loaf of bread, do you give them a stone instead? Or if they ask for a fish, do you give them a snake? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give good gifts to those who ask him? As I have said on Hope and Coffee before, we are all by very nature sinful. Even as believers in Christ we make mistakes and sin from time to time, but God is perfect. And even when we make mistakes, he loves us unconditionally. We can never have God's love taken away from us because Jesus already paid the price for our sin. And as it says here in Matthew chapter 7, if we are sinners and we know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will God give us? Now, as a father myself, my daughter means the world to me, and I would do anything or give anything to know she is safe and happy. Yet God loves me more than that. How amazing. So now let's take a little look together at Luke chapter 15 verses 20 to 24. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate. For this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. In episode 13 of season 3, I looked at this story of the prodigal or lost son from a different viewpoint 
that I learnt from my friend Andy Economides. That viewpoint being that actually it also tells the story of the loving father. Because although his son rebels, he gives him what he asked. When his son left, he did not give up. And when his son returned, he restored him to what was his and celebrated his return. As it says in Luke 15, verse 7, I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. What is amazing about this is that we were all lost. And when we came home to God, he threw a big celebration in heaven for us because he was so happy to have us home once more. 3 John chapter 1 verse 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. We are all children of God, believer or unbeliever, and God loves us all. Yet like any good parent, God's love comes with discipline. Proverbs chapter 13 verse 24 says, Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline. Whilst Psalm 23 verse 4 says, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. As a parent, you want to protect your children and want them to know right from wrong. You give them rules to teach them and keep them safe. You discipline them when they need it. And you hope that they will grow up knowing you love them. That if you teach them right from wrong, they will avoid that which can hurt them. And God is the ultimate parent. His ways and his rules are perfect. Let's take a little look at John chapter 14 verses 15 to 18. If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. Okay. So, strictly speaking, this is Jesus saying to obey his commands. But as Jesus is both fully man and fully God, he speaks for the Father. And we are told here, we will never be abandoned. God and Jesus are always with us through the Holy Spirit. Because as Jesus himself says in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or prophets. I have not come to abolish them but to fulfill them. God our Father still expects us to live by the law, but he knew we could not, so he sent Jesus to fulfill the law for us. That is how much God loves us as his children, that he would send his son to die so that we may live. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 11 and 12 say, My son, do not despise the Lord's discipline, or weary of his reproof. For the Lord reproves him whom he loves, as a father, the son whom he delights. What an amazing father we have. God the 
perfect father, the creator of the universe. God, the father who knows the plans he has for us, a perfect plan for good. God, the father who restores us to our inheritance when we return home to him, when we are lost. God, the father who longs to give us good things and only asks that we love and obey him in return. God, the father who has promised to his children life eternal, eternity in heaven with him. God, the father who never abandons us, who is always there for us. As I know from experience, when I have strayed from faith, God ran out to meet me when I came home and he threw his arms around me. He then blessed me beyond my imagination. Now that's a God worth knowing, a God worth living for, a God worth thanking. So on this day, on Father's Day, join with me in thanking our Father in Heaven, for He is our perfect Father. Let us pray. Father God, on this day, on Father's Day here in the UK, I just thank you that you are a perfect Father. And Father, I just thank you that you want to bless us, that you celebrate when we return home, that you have forgiven all of our sins before we even can imagine the sins that we come up with. When we make those mistakes, you already know about them and they're already forgiven and that's an amazing thing. And Father, on this day, for myself and for my brothers and sisters in Christ, I just want to thank you. I want to thank you for being such an amazing father, a good, good father. A father beyond imagining, a father beyond our comprehension. A father who created the heavens and the earth, a father who has performed such miraculous things, yet knows us all individually, down to the last hair on our heads. If we have hair. <laughs> and Father God, I just, I cannot express enough how grateful I am that you sent Jesus to die for me. To die for my sins so that I might live for you. So thank you for being that amazing and perfect Father. I just say these things.